Blog Talk Radio.
everyone. OMG, it's Wednesday. And if you don't know where you are in the world, the universe, anywhere, and you have no clue who you're listening to, let me tell you, you are at the Bonnie Albers on air show. I don't know where that is in the world, but you are listening to the hostess with the mostest, the most wonderful, fabulous, awesome meta show in the universe. I am your host, Bonnie Albers. I love that. Oh, my gosh. I love when I hear that, even if I have to say it. You know what Wednesdays are, everyone. Wednesday, my co-host is Jerry Humphreys. He's a psychic medium, pet communicator, pet psychic. He's a person-centered counselor, a Reiki master, a Reiki teacher. He is the CEO of the most fabulous magazine out there, and it's a metaphysical one. You can get it free. Uh, He will tell you how called Psychic Insight Magazine, and I am one of the contributors. I always wanted to be like a mag writer for the best mag around, and I have become just that. It is probably four years old, and we love it. I know his next issue is due, I think, sometime in, in July, and he will tell you a little bit more about that. So please welcome the most wonderful, awesome psychic medium right from over the pond. He's from the UK, which I love, even though I've never been there. I do love it. Jerry Humphreys. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, everybody. It's quite nice here at the moment. The sun is out. The sky is blue. The clouds are just scudding across the sky. What's a pretty picture I can paint? Oh, my goodness. I see, you know, I am in the U.K. every day. Are you? Yes. My girlfriend, Hillary, brings me in every day. I didn't do it this morning, but she walks the streets of London with me. And so I get to see all the shops, the beautiful architecture, wherever she takes me. Uh, and I I feel like I know... Hey, where did I tell you she was? London proper. I, she's very close to um, that bridge. What is it? London Bridge is falling down, um, you know, and the Thames River. So she is amazing, and I go everywhere with her. I haven't gone many places now because, you know, we're all in a – you all are in a stay-at-home type environment. But, yeah, I feel like I, I know your weather. I see everybody. I've met so many people in the U.K. just by her taking me there with her phone. So are you still on lockdown, Jared? Well, it's a bit of a mute point at the moment because the majority of us, yes, are supposed to be still in lockdown. Um, The government here gave some people some flexibility to go back to work if they um, found that they really, really, really couldn't work from home. Uh, We've been given more access to go out for longer periods of exercise. Um, Unfortunately, though, I still see or feel that people are taking advantage of this. And it's like, yay, we've been let out. Well, we haven't been, that's the point. And I have a real serious concern that if people don't adhere to the lockdown um, restrictions, that uh, and if you look at other countries by the way who are struggling for a second time i reckon we could struggle for a second time and therefore we'll be in even stricter lockdown until possibly even uh, the end of summer well i know that you are one of the best of the best 
in your psychic abilities, and I know your guides guide you right. Do you see? When do you see? Do you feel that's what's going to happen? Do you feel we're going to all have a second surge? Or when do you see all of us? I know you can't predict, but you can see. Uh, what do you feel is going to happen? I know every state and every country is different, but what are you seeing? Well, I felt originally that the uh, majority of uh, middle to far east would be clear-ish um, by around end of June, July. Into Europe, uh, which includes here, I felt possibly late August, September. You know, and I'm talking about with less restrictions. Um, the USA, you've got a lot going on there at the moment, so I had a feeling that you might be having some sort of lockdown or restrictions until at least October. But now you see I'm reading on the internet that Germany's had a rise in cases. Um, in China, where this all allegedly came from they've had another increase russia is going through it um the usa obviously you know is really going through it so to me you see this is again a way of mother nature saying don't do things too quickly or too early um and some countries are and it's just I'm sorry peeps out there listening it ain't gonna work and we could find <laughs> even tougher even tougher measures coming in. I don't know how much tougher measures you can get. I'm looking out my window thinking, OMG, really? Although they've opened yesterday, I actually went to breakfast somewhere. And I was it was very interesting because it was the first time I've ever have been to a restaurant since, you know, probably, what, eight weeks? And uh, they weren't much restricted. I mean, we sat far away from anybody, but... Uh, the only thing I noticed was my girl that, you know, served me, and she didn't serve me well, um, had a mask. Because it's very weird. You know, they don't do things that, like they used to. Now they're leaving coffee on your table in a cup. I mean, you know, like they weren't pouring fresh coffee. So it's very interesting. It was my first time out. Um, but, you know, I've got to tell you something. There are very few people in Florida, in my area, that aren't going out and doing things. And I don't know about, you know, I know they're opening up, believe it or not, Universal City Walk tomorrow. And, and, and Disney is opening up Disney Springs uh, Monday. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens. And maybe people won't care, you know, um, as a nurse and a healthcare provider. Of course, I know we're going to all have a second wave. It has to happen. When you leave your house, there's a second wave. But what will it, well, but what will the second wave do? Because after a while, that first wave dissipates. People die. People get sick. People get over it. So what's that second wave going to do? It's going to be less people die, less people get sick, and less people are over. Because as you keep doing it, there'll be less people. So it, just by attrition. So um, it, or getting you know or or you'll have people that actually got the disease or got the got the virus and have already built up immunities to it because there are people walking around COVID positive that have no symptoms. So it'll be very interesting, Jer. And I, when, you know, I don't just don't know. I mean, it's really strange to see that people would take um, going out over their health. So, you know, I'm not sure where this is going to lead. Do you feel, Jared, that we're going to have to be restricted again, once again, to being in the house? Or do you feel 
that, which is interesting, that everything will change so much, like work and restaurants and things will change so much that, <clears throat> that we're not going to have to worry about putting all that back in place because it'll already be there. My feeling is too much too soon, and then it's all going to have to revert back to what it was, which is you are not allowed out of your house unless it's for essential food shopping or essential uh, medications, um, and it'll just revert back. Uh, I have this feeling that that's what some places might have to suddenly face. Um, I understand what you're saying about first wave um, is is stronger than second wave, etc. But if there's not enough gap between first and second waves, then people don't have enough time to build up immunity, in my opinion. And I don't know anything medically. Yeah. I don't. You know. So you know, I can't possibly see how that will happen. Uh, opening up fast food restaurants, ridiculous. Um, they've over here. They've opened up garden centres. Uh, well, that, that's nice. You know, at least people can go and buy plants. But are they being uh, very, very careful on social distancing? I've heard horrendous things that people have phoned me up with about how people have behaved in places like supermarkets. You know, absolutely oh, yeah. terrible. Um, and I'm just thinking, well, do these? Do some people not understand? Nearly half a million people. Um, I think it's half a million, or 437,000 people worldwide. Uh, is it they died from this? It's a huge amount of people. It's ridiculous. You know, what do you expect if you're gonna if you're gonna play Russian roulette with a virus that is is deadly? It's not like flu. And some people might say, oh yeah, well the Spanish flu back in the whenever it was 20s, 30s, 40s killed more people. Um, even with medical advancements today, nothing is stopping this COVID-19. Nothing. Nothing's yeah. stopping it. Well, you know oh. what I, you know, you know my theory. It's a, my theory, I knew something 10, 15 years ago. I believe this is germ warfare and it just got let loose maybe by accident too early on purpose. I don't know. But I always said the next bomb was going to be germs or, or viruses because uh, they're deadly and nobody can see them. So I, I, I you know, hey, you know, I might be psychic. You reckon? You reckon you are? Oh, oh. <laughs> what chance? What chance do we stand then? I know. I always think about that. No, I'm kidding. I, yeah, this is really terrible, and it isn't a joke. But I, I do have to say that um, I, uh, I felt that this is there are few things in my real distant past and future that I see for like the whole world, you know, because I always just concentrate, of course, I'm egocentric. So I, you know, but I did see this a long time ago, probably, like I said, about 15 years ago, I also have a theory about cruise boats. And, you know, hey, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody my theory about cruise boats. But uh, it happened with the Achille Laro, but just in a lot less uh, capacity. And I just worry about those too. So they are things that I have felt like that were worldly versus egocentric. And I am just hoping we all get over this and we all get to a 
quasi sense of normal. But what's really well, Jerry but, crazy, and then I'll just, say, but just look. At, just look at some of the headlines. Germany has has now seen cases tr- nearly triple in number. Russia is the second worst worst hit country in the world. Mexico's apparently uh, death toll is staggering, and Brazil registers the record death rate. You know that's and that covers you know more than one continent. You know, I still feel people need to re and here our death toll has risen by nearly five hundred again. What does it take? We need to remain in lockdown. Then it'll go. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you. Um, I don't know because I, I I feel like people people just don't understand, and and, and including my family. So. Uh, we're most, mostly healthcare workers, except, you know, I do have a son who's going out to the fish stores. What can I say? I mean, he's buying the fish. So, and I was at that fish store. We would do wear masks and stuff, but man, that fish store was packed and they weren't wearing masks. So it's very interesting people and how they deal with things. And uh, which, you know, what I can't, you know, get over is I don't feel like some of the people giving us advice have been that surprised. And that's why I said I feel like this was something that, that was supposed to be controlled but got out of hand. And, you know, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, another conversation. But, uh, Jerry, I do want to go into our cards, and I also want to kind of talk about uh, what, the show. And the reason I want to talk about it is I've gotten a couple letters from everybody especially from yesterday. I want to thank everybody who sends me email. What I would love everybody to, to, to think about is when you hear a guest on, please email them. Tell them how much you appreciate it. If you got a reading from them, tell them how much you really or, you know, that they were spot on and, you know, that they, you know, helped. Because we do this for a reason. We all do it. We really all uh, give our time to you all. And we love that. And you give your time to us by listening. I love you, Amish. You know, I love you, uh, Crystal, a little fairy. I see you all in chat. I can't write to you, but you mean a lot to me. And we know you give just as much as your time being here listening to us as we give, hopefully, to you. So I like to have chat. I love chat. And if you would like to hear anything, we're going to get into more deep and, you know, and, and, and dark and light places going into the year because we want to do aliens. I want to do aliens. I want to do soul searches. I want to do all kinds of things. And then, you know, we'll get to that when some of this settles down. Uh, But I did get some people that say and send me notes. Some are beautiful. And thank you. I really appreciate them. Some, they say they can't get on the show and they're not happy. Uh, The reason we have this show for a certain amount of time is, you know, every one of our guests, including me, we do this for a living. So if you don't get on the show, I want to apologize, and I'd love you to get on. I don't look at numbers. I look at if, I, if my spirit guides tell me which way to take. Sometimes I take it from the bottom up. Sometimes I take it from the top up. Sometimes I'll grab a caller that spirit says I've got to grab. And sometimes I go right into chat. My guide will say, Bonnie, you owe chat a lot. Let's go into chat. So you never can tell where I'm going. And so what I want to say is if you don't get on the show, please, please uh, either book a reading with one of the people that you didn't get on to that you really, really value. Uh, We all have readings that are pretty reasonable. You can do a a 30-minute reading with someone. Uh, Or you got to wait till the next time. 
but uh, I do appreciate hearing from you, but I'm hoping while you're waiting on the call for an hour and a half that you actually get something out of it because every call reflects you're in, in the queue for a reason and you're here for a reason, I hope, and I hope we make it interesting enough that everybody gets something out of it. So that's really what I wanted to tell you, and I appreciate you all coming. Jerry, do you have anything to say? No, because you said it all. <laughs> I did say it all. I am good at talking. So I pulled a card for the show. Everyone, I, I love this. I, I love this card. I wish you could see it. And uh, for all of you, you know, I, I uh, resonate with the flowers. I am a flower child. And the good news is I don't like killing flowers. It makes me sick when I see a flower, like, bent over and dying. I don't like it. So this flower, and if anybody wants to know what my flowers are from and take a look at them, it's from the Flower Therapy deck uh, by Doreen Virtue. And she's got beautiful flowers. And so this one is the carnation. And this is beautiful. It's a pink. It's a light white, light pink. And it was, it's with a beautiful green uh, stem. And it says trust. Okay. You can trust the people around you. They are earth angels sent to give you the guidance you seek. I mean, Jer, I got to tell you, this card resonates so much with me. And I hope with all of you, I'm going to look at chat and see. But I believe we come as a soul family and even the challenges that you have with people are soul family that came down to challenge your soul to grow. The person you look at in the street, the person that asks you to do something, the person who presses your buttons and the people that give you unconditional love and pets. But I believe so much that we have our earth angels. They come down to help us in this incarnation so I love that trust that the people around you are earth angels sent to give you the guidance you seek. Jer? Lovely. I like that. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I'm your earth angel. Just remember that. <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> That's a scary thought. Oh, there's a nice thought. <laughs> uh-huh. So what, what wonderful pet and what wonderful animals do we seek today or the, or for today? Well, the power animal for today is the coyote, which is known as the trickster, but it has many Aye. magical powers, but they don't always work in coyote's favor. Um, but uh, he's uh, an animal that uh, brings a lot of very positive and powerful medicine and is always regarded as very sacred uh, within the trickster medicine, as it's described, um, is the humor of the ages. Uh, so the cosmic joke is not just on ourselves, but on everyone else, if they are following the coyote or have strong coyote medicine. But the message of this lovely animal is, even though it, it can do crazy things, um, and, has, and has crazy behaviors, um, it is actually time, it says, to raise your vibrations and start to lighten your energy. And the one thing that I feel is missing at the moment is laughter. So if you can raise your energies and find that laughter, it also helps you to see maybe there's an issue or concern around you that you need another viewpoint on. 
by raising your energy it helps you to attain that new viewpoint it helps to even lighten those around you who are feeling you know obviously down or even a bit stuffy due to this lockdown that we're all in so the energy of the coyote is even though we're in difficult traumatic testing times try and find the lightness in life because it'll help to raise the vibrations and by raising our own vibrations it'll help to raise the vibrations hopefully to um, lift this nasty negative virus away from us I love that I love that I don't love the coyote though but I do love the meaning because coyotes eat things you know they kill rabbits and Oh my God! You should see. Well, we're having a problem with coyotes, Jerry, and I, and, and they look so, like cute so little not, dogs. Yeah, but they're not the only predators. What about fox? Well, but a fox. Other wild you know, cat. I mean, birds. Well, but you know, well, but you know, I'm not always happy with some of the birds. You know, they eat other birds. I, as long as I don't see it, I don't care. But I don't want to see any other species eating another species. I don't like it. So. When I, when, when I'm just one of those, you know, you do everyone that knows me and then I'm going to pick up 770. So give me just a second, 770. Um, you know, I gave up meat. It's really crazy. Now I had to eat fish and that kind of bothers me too. But a year ago, one of my friends gave me this whole scenario and it has bothered me and they eat meat. So it's not like I care if anybody eats me because not everybody's me, but I just, I needed to walk the walk, although, you know, my shoes are leather, so i got to say that. Maybe. I don't know. It could be man-made. Um, and I only wear sandals anymore. But I just stopped eating meat because if I'm going to talk about how I can't stand to see things killed, you know, I've got to, you know, uh, walk that walk. So I gave up meat. It's now gone on two months, maybe three. I don't even miss it, but I do eat fish. So, you know, i got to give that up too. Anyway, the reason I don't like it, I don't like when I see – I don't mind owls because they eat squirrels and squirrels get in your attic and bother you. Okay. But I do, I do don't like it if they eat rabbits. So I am like really a bad about coyotes. They kill, they kill, they take small dogs, they take birds, they take all kinds of stuff, Jared. So I don't know about coyotes, but I love the meaning that you gave. Yes. Well, I would, as you said, you need to look at then that fish that's on your plate next time. I am, and I'm not happy about it. Okay, so one year I gave myself a year to be off meat, and next year I will be totally off fish. And then maybe, you know, I'll stop eating lettuce because they cry too. I don't know. All right, we are going to go to the phone line. (laughs) So this is what I'm going to ask you on the phone is we we are looking at the COVID virus. It isn't, it isn't a pretty sight, but we're going to be living with masks and gloves and long distancing and not flying and I don't know, all kinds of stuff. So what we want you to do when we pick you up is, since you've got to wear a mask, design the mask. Tell us what your COVID-19 virus anti-getting mask looks like. And I am going to pick you up, 770. 770, you are on with the dynamic duo. Hi. Hi, I'm Sandy. How are you? Hi, Sandy. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I'm, 
I'm doing uh, everything I can. And my mask is really just a regular, like, hospital mask. I, I do okay. have some of those. And um, I'm getting ready to make some of these masks. And I think that uh, I would like to see some bright and flowery ones or, you know, something cheery. <laughs> I love that, Sandy. I'm going to hand you over to Jerry, but I've got to tell you, your mask, let's design your mask. So from what I'm hearing, Sandy, your mask is a hospital mask, plain hospital paper mask, correct? Correct. Okay. So I, I'm going to hand you to Jerry, and then I'll give you what I get. Uh, Jerry, do you have a question for Jerry or for us? Well, uh, yeah, in a way, but I do want to say on this COVID, it is mm-hmm. mutating and it's getting more aggressive. If, yeah. If you haven't heard that, that's oh, just a I statement. Have. <laughs> I'm glad, Sandy. And, that's why we have we have a talk show. We want to hear it from you. I already know that because we're medical. I have a husband that's in the hospital, a daughter who's in the hospital, and we are we we know that we don't know that the public understands that. But I'm glad that you're here to tell us that. So go ahead, Sandy. Okay, just just mainly that it is evolving. The European strain is way worse than some some other ones, and um, it's just you know people. Ne- I've noticed when I am out that some people are just so rude and they just cut in front of you. I mean, right in front of your face and, mm-hmm. uh, or reach over you and stuff like that. And people need to stop that. Oh, absolutely. You know? They certainly do. Well, yeah, they do. I don't know how you make them, but you know, the good news is if you protect yourself, uh, I could tell you an incident yesterday, but if you protect yourself, you and you at least wear a mask and you have some type of hand sanitizer in your car because you know, gonna have to do that. Uh, then you're taking care of your barrier, but it, it, but you still have people that are going to get in your space. I don't care if they have a six foot. What's funny is people say, Oh, you have to be six foot. Well, guess what? If you're six eight and you sneeze, your, your spit's going way past six feet, which always I have to laugh because what does six feet do? Well, six feet gives you the feeling and the availability to say, hey, you're not in my space. So I love that. And if that Uh, is the new normal, that's what it should be. But I don't think it's way early on in in this thing. I was at the bank, and something in the bank set my sinuses off, and I sneezed. And I grabbed, you know, I sneezed into my hand and ran out and and then and got my composure and came back in and they were just laughing, you know. And I'm just going, Absolutely. this is not funny, you know. Yeah, I, you're lucky they didn't. They uh, listen here. If you would have sneezed, they probably would have rope tied you and take you to the police. So uh, we've had people, you know, <laughs> we, right now we're, we're we're dealing with a lot of flus. I mean, um, allergies. And you have people yeah. that are very rude, and even with nurses and, and, and things, they're like, you sneeze. Well, hopefully the person who sneezed, you know, either it sneezed into their, you know, their arm or they had, they had a mask on. But it's very interesting how people are reacting to other people. Um, yeah. So what can we, you know, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand you to Jerry because then I'm going to give you a reading on your mask. Okay. But Jerry? Jerry? 
Hello, yeah, are you with here. me? Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Listening <laughs> intently. I've, um, did you have a, uh, something that you wanted me to look into? Yeah. For you. Uh, I'm having I'm having to uh, close the trust out, and I have a brother that's very difficult. It's just him and me. And I'm just wondering how I can make this go smoother because he's a narcissist. Um, I need both yours and his date of birth, please. Say that again? I need both of your dates of birth. Oh, 6-24-52. And his? It's uh, six eight fifty four. Uh, just so bear with me a second. Fifteen. Oh, right. Okay. Um, the uh, issue I see around him at the moment is that uh, he won't be in in a reasonably balanced or receptive space for at least another four months. 19, that's a one with you. Whereas you uh, need to realize, my lovely, that this is going to take... Well, the energy is saying it's going to take a while because the more you try and speed up this process or get agreements sorted out or whatever, the, the, then the longer, it's, the longer it will take. Whereas if you just trust your judgment and take it one step forward at a time, then uh, I would say that this could be resolved and when I, as you know, timing is not always a hundred percent. But I would say within three, within three months, you should see uh, an end in sight at least. Okay, because the thing is, is I I have kept my kept the books to the penny, and I've asked for certain things like a loan that he, I'm recalling a loan. I'm, he's taken some jewelry that was supposed to be mine. And, uh, I mean, he, he tried to break the trust. He tried to steal money. He tried to do everything. He's got his, his little lawyer. I've got a lawyer that is for the trust. And um, I'm just, it, it's not fun dealing with a narcissist. No, um, uh, as I said, uh, the problem is that um, as a in his own time frame at the moment, he's not going to find any um, peace for himself, and things are going to come back and bite him uh, before yeah. the end of this year, and he and he will have a wake up call before the end of the year. Um, I feel at the moment, even though he's trying to now, he's using coyote tactics to try and fool people that, you know, it's everybody else's fault except his. This is the problem with coyote medicine. If it's not used properly, it will come back and have an adverse effect. So, as I said, like, all I can say is I am seeing um, possible closure, if not the end being in sight. As I said, this three-month cycle is what uh, my guide show me. Uh, so that's what I have to stick with. Okay. I'll tell you. Yeah. I, I I'll tell you, um, and then I'm going to answer. We've got to move to the next caller. But you are 
going you're, you're going to prevail. It's interesting that you both are born in the, in the number six, okay, because six is a lover's card in the deck, okay, um, which is interesting. If you look at the major arcana, number six is the lover's card. And so I know that you two came down here to resolve issues <laughs> this lifetime as brother and sister. And so I feel you're the real pragmatic one. I see that by what you designed on your mask. And I love it, by the way. You are what we need. You'd be a great head nurse because we need the pragmatic type. But when you make other people flowered masks, what you're saying is I see the beauty around me, but I'm very practical and pragmatic. So I know who you are. Uh, I do believe well, as soon as I heard about your about that you have a lawyer for the estate, you have nothing to worry about, not one thing. So you've got to let and trust. There's a card that I pulled. You need to trust that you have an earth angel with you, and they are going to. It might take forever. I don't not forever, but you know it's going to take a little bit of time, not much, but a little bit of time. You will uh, you'll prevail. You won't have to do it because. What's written is written, just like you're pragmatic. What's written is written is written is written. If, he, if your brother tries to break that trust, tries to steal, tries to do anything, he will be made to, do, to, to give it back, or that is an offense. That's a, uh, that is, that's a crime. So I don't know that you understand, because I've dealt, dealt with trust in many clients. Hold John tight. Trust the system. You're going to be fine. Okay. Okay. Will I get my the jewelry that my mom willed me? Or has I my brother got, sold it? I've got Go ahead, somebody yeah. in spirit who's, uh, who's been uh, jumping up and down saying, these are just material things. Let them go. Let them go. Um, okay. Because they, they, they have no value. The value is in getting um, everything resolved peaceably um, did your mum pass very quickly when she went over? Um, yeah. And her, her, I keep wanting to connect you with a biblical name too. Uh, I don't know who else this is linking with, I, um, whether it's an Abraham. I've, I heard some names from the Old Testament, uh, book, uh, which is Isaiah or Isaac. I had old names linking with you as well. Um, but your, this, this spirit, I'm sure it was your mum was saying, look, um, if he wants to, if he wants to behave and act that way, that's up to him. And she said, "When he gets here, I'm going to have a few words." Oh, good. <laughs> you'll because be, you'll he, be he's, vindicated. You'll be vindicated. Yeah, because he so. he goes to church. He's a, but he's a hypocrite. <laughs> well, that's you his, know, that's you his can't karma. hide. That's yeah, his karma, isn't you can't it? hide. Oh, I know. But I've got to, I, I, I love your energy, by the way. I, I love it because it's honest, it's pure, it's simple. And please continue making masks and make them as bright and flowery as you can. Okay? Okay. And I, I put a garden out for, for my, my neighbors. <laughs> flowers. And, and I love that. That's because I can see you. But got to understand that there's men who wear them, too. Uh, my guides are telling me because they happen to be men. Oh, okay, I have a few females. But make a couple ones for males. They don't have to be plain because what they're saying is men aren't always plain. Just pull some uh, darker colors in, like 
you know, my son would wear like a blue mask with uh, stars and stuff like that. Just remember that the men the are nurses type. too. Yeah. Any, yeah. any, so, so that's what I'm hearing. And, and uh, my guides, cause I don't use this language, but my guides are saying, God bless you because they want you to know that you are doing a great service no matter what, because making masks will help people uh, stay safe uh, for, you know, for what we need to do at this time in, in life. Okay. Okay. Thank you guys very much. Thank You're you, welcome. Jerry. Thank you, Bonnie. Day. You're welcome. 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 Bye. Oh my gosh. You know, it's not like I don't say God bless you, but I don't. <laughs> somebody else, maybe it's her spirit, you know, somebody, uh, it could be my guides bringing it from her. You know, I kept hearing the name Ruth, Jerry. You know how you were saying Bible or biblical? Yeah, and I've got Rachel. I've got a Rachel. I feel that links with you, though. I've got Rachel linking with you. Yeah, you. You do? Maybe that'll be the name of your next grandchild because I don't have a Rachel. But it's really weird. There's a a Rachel connecting with you. um, And I don't know whether this name is still Earthside. And I just have to say to Spirit, because, you know, we always chat to them constantly. I said, that's a very Jewish sounding name. And they said, because she's a very Jewish, she's a very Jewish lady. But she connects with you. So I love that. Name Rachel well, I have to, with you. That is really crazy. Um, and I'll tell you why sometime. But I don't have a Rachel that I know in my family. But uh, there was somebody that wrote an article about my family. And they couldn't use the, our names. And they used the name Rachel. Isn't that crazy? So, oh, um, right. That's, that's really interesting. So you, can, so you do connect with the name Rachel. Right? I knew you did. Yes. Yeah. Oh, somebody gosh. in my family. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. I don't want to say, but yeah, you got anything else before I pick up five five one? I love it. No, 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 carry on, carry on. Okay, five 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 one. Maybe that'll be, you know, hey, I don't know. Five five one. You are on with the dynamic duo. Hi, hi. This is Tasha. Can you say your name again? Tasha. Tasha. Yes. Tasha, what does your COVID-19 virus mask look like? little plain regular one. I just wear it to go inside places and um, go back to my home. And so it's just it's a pretty plain day. Did you design that? Because what we're having is you're doing a virtual design mask. If you had to make your oh. own mask, what would you? Because you don't, I kept hearing oh, no, no, my, no, my no, no. Have, um, it would have carnations over them. I love flowers. Carnations. How about that? Because that was the card I pulled today was a carnation. So you'd have carnations. Yeah. What color is your mask? Um, it would be um, like a fuchsia, like uh, different types of pinks. Okay. That's exactly what my card looks like. So you would have you have a carnation mask of which I pulled my carnation card. So I'm going to hand you over to Jerry, but this gives me a very interesting read. Jerry, this is Tasha, right? Hi, yes. Tasha. Did you did you have a question you needed answering or looking yes. into? Um, I want to know what do you see for my career, possibly 
with a relocation. Okay, career path to you, you need to be working in either something to do with communication. You certainly need to be linking with people. In other words, behind a desk all day. Um, okay, Spirit are doing some odd things at the moment. Uh, do you know somebody who works for an airline? Um, who works in the airline industry? No, not right now. I, I do. do. <laughs> All right, hold on just a minute, Tasha. Uh, Bonnie just says I did. Right, hold on just a second. I'll come back to that bit. Um, yeah, you need to be working with people where communication skills can be used, um, something that's creative. Uh, and you need to have work that is, gives you autonomy. In other words, uh, I'm not saying you couldn't, you couldn't work as part of a team, but I feel that you need to work more independent or solo um, because you, it would be better for you that way. Um, yes, independent, seems, independent seems to be the watchword here. Um, did you ask about relocation? Um, yes. Um, yeah, I wanted to know... If you saw me going back to the south, maybe Texas or Atlanta? Um, every every door at the moment, as far as relocation is concerned, lovely, is, uh, is on hold, uh, obviously, and for obvious reasons. Uh, I don't, uh, but once um, energies have changed, uh, you have to bear in mind that life is not going to revert back to what it was people cannot pick up the pieces when they put them down, as it were, when they put life down two or three months ago, that's all changed and gone. Do you still feel that you want to move? You will question this, but when you mention Texas, that lovely Lone Star State, I can see a link with that, but the timeline is open, so it'll be when it's right for you to move. I know that sounds like I'm sitting on the fence a bit, but then again, because energies are what they are at the moment, timing is useless. Okay. Well, I was trying to relocate for like um, for career-wise, so I was trying to narrow it down to either medical school or law school, and I keep going in between the two. So I'm trying to see which one um, I I have passion for both, but which one is spirit leading me because some days I lean towards one and some days I lean towards the right. other. Spirit won't spirit won't make you go in any direction, my love, because it's, it's, this is your choice. So the okay. inner conflict that you have at the moment is actually not a conflict. It's You could do either. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, spirit won't tell you what to do. My feeling is that I see you more possibly linking medically than legally. Um, me too. But then again, you look at <coughs> excuse me, you look at um, Bonnie. Um, mm-hmm. She became a legal nurse. So now, yes, but I don't. Yes, but I've got to tell you, if you, I'm so 3D when you ask these questions, because my daughter went both. Okay, and I'm the nurse. My son's going to nursing school. My husband's a surgeon. I am going to tell you that if you're going to ask me, and it has nothing to do with anything, my spirit guides are going to go right to medicine because it's such an unbelievable 
needed, mm-hmm. wonderful. And knew you. In fact, NYU. If you become a GP, they'll let you go free. Free. They need so many of them. So, so oh, wow. it, you know, they don't charge you at all. Go apply to NYU. If you can get in NYU, they don't charge anybody anymore to go to medical school. If you are yeah. going to pursue the GP, meaning a general practitioner, I don't know how they could figure that out, but. Um, they for, I, I, I'm just, you know, for me, there isn't a question. And I have law in my family and medicine in my family. So, you know, I'm always about, about you know, there isn't any better profession in the whole world that you can tell me, except, of course, mediumship <laughs> yeah. and psychic ability. I was so worried about time because I'm, I'm like, um, I'm, I just made it to my 30s. So I was just like, you know, I've oh, that's early. as far as yeah, making money, and I was, like, kind of concerned because I know med school, like, I knew med school was, like, 10 years, like, with everything wrapping up. So I, I was concerned about finances, and I knew that I can, you know, you can kind of deal with full-time law for three years, you know. Um, but, like, I was thinking about, you know, the the extra time and as far as, like, what I like to do, I'm such a free spirit and really look forward to vacations and traveling. And I don't like to struggle because I already went through that part in my life um, during undergrad and grad. So I was just Why did you to... decide medical school or law school then? Because my son's going to go to nursing school and you can become an MP, which in two years, if you've got a bachelor's degree, in two years you can start working. You can take your NP online, your master's, and you can almost make as much now as a GP. I mean, you're not going to make as much, but you make a darn good figure. And that, you're not going to school. I I, I thought about that, but um, it was something about nursing. I I don't know what was something that discouraged me because I was like, wanted to go more towards um I was stuck in between like OBGYN um and and um um being a psychiatrist so I was then go um, to medical school then go to medical but you what you don't realize is after four years and you go to do your your res your uh residency they pay you mm-hmm. not a lot but they yeah. pay you so you can at least afford mm-hmm. an apartment and food so yeah. for me with money aside, and I'm going to have to move on, but for money aside, honey, if you're looking at a, a, a true profession that you really feel, you have to feel it. You have to feel mm-hmm. it. If, don't put in the work if you don't feel it because it's a lot of work, and it's a lot of long mm-hmm. t- nights, and it's a lot of long days. But, man, what an unbelievable uh, profession you would have. Uh, I know a lot of people who went to medical school in their 40s. I have a friend who went to medical school. He was a physics teacher. He didn't go till his 50s. So age has no limit. It used to, but age has no limit anymore. In fact, 30, by the time you're 37, or if I'm correctly looking at you, by the time you're about 37, 36, you might be, you know, you're going to be making, maybe earlier you're going to make some money to at least get you by. And by the time mm-hmm. you get to your late 30s, because I don't feel if you go OB-GYN, it'd be three years and four is seven, and you just turn about 37, 38, you'll be making the money that you want to make. So to me, put the time in and do it. If not, go to nursing school and become an NP and OB or, psych- or 
you know, or psychiatry. They have NPs that do that. Okay. Look up, look up NP. But I, but I am going. Okay. I have to tell you. I have to tell you that when, you, and then I'm going to move to three three zero. You're next. So, the card I picked was the carnation. You drew. You you got a carnation map. Okay. So mm-hmm. I knew that you like. You just you just love beauty beauty in all things. You like to feel good. You like to feel comfortable. You like to be pretty. You like to mm-hmm. have somebody sweet. You're a sweet person. But because you pulled the par- carnation, it says trust. You can trust that people around you are your earth angels sent to give you the guidance you seek. You got guidance here. We might be your earth angels. But start listening around. Start asking people. And I feel like you will be steered to your next career. If it isn't from Jerry and I, which are the dynamic duo, you'll be asking people <laughs> around you, and you will know what to do. Okay? Okay. Thank you so Go much. Go for it, girl. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Oh, my God, Jerry. You know me. If it's going to pull me to medicine, I'm going to do medicine. I don't know why, because I guess it's me. No, I understand that. No, I just need to uh, duck out for two minutes. I need to go and refresh my water bottle. <laughs> yes, please go refresh your water bottle. I am going to pick 330. You are next. Uh, before I pick you up, 330, until Jerry gets back, I'm reading Amish. And maybe 330, you can actually help me with this one. So it says, Jerry and Bonnie, my best friend lost her brother on Friday and her nephew yesterday. Her other brother killed himself 15 years ago, and another nephew died tragically. That was then, as well, after his daughter was run over by a car and died. Is her family cursed? You know, I gotta tell you, and then you know, Jerry can can say something Amish. I'm not a believer in curses. Okay, I might, I shouldn't probably say that, but what I'm a believer is in. Um, challenging times and i do believe that we 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 choose our life to come down here to learn certain uh lessons and we come with the people that have to teach it to us so where i would feel that up in spirit they all knew this your friend knew this and um maybe uh, i have a i have an aunt who lost everybody too and she's 80-something, and she, and she, you know what, she doesn't ever ask why. She says it is what it is, that's life, and she has to go on. So I feel maybe it's about teaching people in their life that uh, when tragedy happens, and that is terrible tragedy, I mean terrible, terrible, terrible tragedy, um, is how you deal with the tragedy on earth that uh, allows your soul to grow. And that is so devastating tragedy that you have to wonder uh, what karmic payback or lesson they wanted to learn when they came down here. So, um, yeah, I, I, I understand that. And I just can't tell you, I, I, that's what I'm in true belief, is that there is karmic lessons here uh, from past lives and possibly uh, soul growth that your friend needed to um, to experience, and it just depends on how she uses these tragedies to how long and fast and what this soul grows. Jerry, are you with me? 
Jerry. Well, I guess his water bottle didn't get full. I am going to pick up 330. She will help answer that question. Hi. Hey, how are you? I I was going to, um, I'm in chat too. I was going to tell you to pick up Amish before you picked up me. So I'm glad you did that. And I was kind of on that same thing. I wasn't feeling a curse, so to say. I was feeling more a karmic sort of thing, which yeah. is, you, you know, it's horrible tragedies. And my heart goes out to them. I can see why she feels numb. Um, that is uh, a lot to endure in a lifetime, that's for sure, all that tragedy. Yeah. So. And you don't know how you'd live with it. I mean, my aunt lost her two sons and her husband and my dad and everybody else. And she, and you know what she says? It is what it is. And I go, Aunt Barbara, you're never supposed to be able to bury your kids. And she said, I understand that, Bonnie. And my heart breaks every minute. But she said, I'm left here. And what do I do with that? And if I'm left here, I've got to go on. And she doesn't, she goes on a card. She goes on. Yeah, but I believe that's where your soul grows. So maybe she didn't go on in another life. You know what I mean? And that, you know, and then in this life, they repeated it. And she was able to understand that she's a person advocate. She works with, um, with, with certain people. Like she, if you get, you know, with the Better Business Bureau, she helps people write letters. She constantly goes places. Um, People might think she's cold and callous. But she isn't. She's here because there's a reason she's still left. And, and so for Amish, that's what I'm going to say. Um, there has to be a reason that this person's left. And if she stays numb, that isn't the reason that she's left. And I can't, you know, it sounds callous for me to tell you, but there's soul lessons here and, um, and soul and karmic, you know, responsibilities that I'm feeling. How about you, Brenda? Uh, absolutely, I 150, 200 percent agree. Um, in uh, the outlook, that your, is that your aunt? Did you say that, that you were talking about? Yeah, my aunt. Yeah, my aunt Barbara. My aunt Barbara. What a mad at my dad. What a too. wonderful <laughs> outfit. Outlook. I mean, what outlook is what I'm trying to say. What a wonderful outlook. I mean, really, she should write a book on her life she said because. That. Yeah, she should. Yeah, she said that. Absolutely. You know, I was just mm-hmm. at Michael's funeral. I was just at her son's funeral. I mean, everybody thought her and Michael, in fact, before I met Art, Art knows Michael. They're, they're, uh, my Aunt Barbara, they kind of look alike, too. Um, we were, we were start, yeah, we, yeah we, our dads and moms were best friends. And I remember um, him asking his mom how he felt about dating me because we were in high school. And they said, over my dead body. And I guess he took that literally. So, uh, he ended up oh. marrying a girl they said was just like me. I don't really think she is, but I ended up marrying somebody just like him. So it was very interesting. But he just died in December, Michael, um, and Mensa, an amazing, 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 gifted man. So the thing is, yeah, she, that's her, her, uh, you know, her mo is that uh, what am I going to do? Lay down and die? Because then why didn't they take her? Which would have been her, you know her response to that her wish yeah yeah, after all of that me i would have wished it but no she doesn't jerry are you on yes jerry okay your next caller you can you can answer amish but your next caller is brenda so can you answer amish about what my lovely 
So she wrote in she wrote in chat that um, and I'll read it to you. It says, Bonnie and Jerry, my best friend lost her brother on Friday, her nephew yesterday, her other brother killed himself 15 years ago, and another nephew died tragically. Then as well, after after his daughter was run, he, 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 I, I'm assuming he, his nephew died tragically after his daughter was run over by a car. Um, is the family cursed? Um, okay, um, I would be very foolish to say there are no such things as curses as such, mm-hmm. but there is such a thing as dark or negative energy. Now, to me, I know this may sound a bit weird, this goes back, uh, I would say, at least three or maybe four generations. I can see something on a timeline that needs to be resolved and uh, they're shown is like it's been sutured, you know, stitched up, um, and then having a band-aid put over it. So there's something that needs to be healed here because everything you said, everybody's passed, but not under natural circumstances. So what is it in their uh, Akashic records that have said this is how they must pass? What have they agreed to? And I feel right. somewhere... There has been a real fight going on. Um, it's almost as if they've been in a battle somewhere, in a war somewhere that uh, just wasn't winnable. Um, but instead of stepping back and saying, we can't win this fight individually, we have to band together, everybody tried to fight it off uh, as individuals, and then they died three or four generations ago under tragic circumstances. And to bring that into the present, that's a huge amount for somebody to have to cope with. But actually, um, and this may sound really weird, there is a positive in this somewhere. I'm straining to see it because my guides keep showing me this muddy pool that needs to be cleared out. Um, But there is resolve to come from this and there will be peace to come from this at some point. Um, But... My goodness me, what a lot to have to cope with in one earth life. But as I said, this is going back, the trigger, three or four generations at least. Yeah. You're talking lifetimes, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Right, because generous. Yeah, that's what we said. It's a karmic thing. Yeah. So if, you know, um, that's, a, you know, i got to tell Amish really quickly. That's something, you know, Jerry does. Uh, he's also a hypnotherapist. I don't know that that, and, and he does past lives too. That might be something she might want to get a hold of Jerry for. It just, you know, I, I, if he has that kind of insight and we all saw that it's karmic, um, it's something that wouldn't have been stopped. So, but maybe stop now if, if you, you if you can heal your timeline, you know. So, I mean, somebody that's and that's a good topic for next time. You have Brenda on too, so Brenda could say this uh, could even, but. You know, if you heal your ancestral timeline, meaning if you can go back generations, like you're saying, and you can heal it here, will it take you into the future timeline? Or will it stop here? Right. First thing is I feel that it would, it would help um, Amish to be able to get, to get through the rest of her earth, li- earth life. Uh, and help those that are around who don't understand why yep. this has all happened. I think so, 
Now, the other two things I have to give very quickly, and this may sound a bit ghoulish, I have just seen a figure going back several, or three or four, five generations, sadly being burned at the stake. And I also have a connection somewhere with the Knights Templars. Oh, I like the Knights Templar. Is that it? Nice. Wow, that's so cool, Jerry. Oh, my gosh. Amish, you're metaphysical, girl. You tell your friends and see where this... I mean, Jerry, I would go... You know, I'm so interested in everybody else's readings. I would love to, to follow that Knights Templar. Okay? This is terrible. Okay, so now I've got to tell you, Brenda called to ask you a question. So, Brenda, you are on with a dynamic duo, baby, and the one of the duos is Jerry. But you know what? You're still going to have to design your mask after. Go ahead. Oh, I I have a mask. My sister-in-law made me a mask. It's blue and white. It's just very, it's got, it's very, you know, not not flashy or anything. It's just blue and white. So, did you design? Wait a minute. (laughs) Did you design that mask? See, you have to design your own mask. That was the question. Oh, I have to design. You know what I would design? I would do something, um, something that has a uh, a, a face on it, <laughs> like a smiley face or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're scary. Oh my God! If I saw somebody coming at me with a face, I think I would die. Okay, I got you, Brent. All right, go ahead and ask Jerry your question. Well, I just want to know what you have for me, Jerry, if that's okay. If you want a specific question, <laughs> I can come up with one. But, uh, I know. It's a loaded question for me, right? Hang I know. Up. You've got Wait. a lot of things to tell me. Stop. 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 <laughs> Silence. Cease. Desist. The only question you have to answer is why have you not asked yourself the right question? Because there's still something there that needs to be lifted. It's no point in asking me. It's no point in asking spirit because you've got it within you, my lovely. So what you need to be doing at the moment is having a quiet, reflective time, going into yourself, looking and asking at where you need to be focused on, not what spirits say you should be focused on because they know what it is already. They've already told you more than once. And it sounds harsh, doesn't it? Um, so, um, the, you know, one, I've got a spirit guide here who's waving a big stick in front of you going, you know what it is, you know what it is. Um, you need to pay attention to, oh, hang on, that's interesting. You need to pay attention to your roots. You need to pay attention to the roots of those in your family and those roots need to be cut away the dead wood needs to be removed, then new growth can come through. But the only person that's going to do it is you. Okay. Gotcha. I don't want to hear that. That's what I'm I'm getting this coming back from Rita. I don't want to hear that. Well, this is about your progression. This is about, and as I've said to you before, when everything else is settled, when there is more balance around us again, Life is not going to be the same. It can't be. I keep banging on about this, but it's the truth. The work that light workers do will not be the same because we're going to be pushed into other areas and things that are coming through now, which we either haven't had experience with or need more experience with that's going to come up. You have to be in that space, that that real positive 
energetic, grounded, connected space because you're going to be going places that you haven't even thought of yet. So that's why at the moment, then you know, there's we've got the time, you've got the time to look at where you're at and get this stuff done. It's been dragging on for too long, uh, but now they're saying, bang, Brenda, do it. Okay. <laughs> like like the, like Love the, it. Uh, Thank the you, Jerry. wish. You know what? I'm just sick of hearing everybody say do it. What happened to me? Like, where am I going? I want to go. Like, why is Brenda going somewhere? Like, where's me? I need to go somewhere. Everybody, okay? hey, hang on, hang on. All right, time out. Time out. Everybody's going somewhere, but you asked me where Brenda is going. Brenda was asking where is she going. I will tell you where you're going. Well, <laughs> keep you, it clean, you, baby. <laughs> keep it clean for the show, okay? We have a, we have another opportunity for conversation away from broadcast. So then I will tell you where you're going. You know, I'm going to go to heaven in a handbasket. That's where I'm going, and I know it. So oh, I am going to pick. <laughs> I am Thank going you. to pick up the next caller. I love I've you, Brent. Had, Thank I, you. I've just had this vision of them padlocking the pearly gates. <laughs> <laughs> Never. I'll find a way in a key. You know that. But I do have to tell you before you get off, because I did want to read your mask. So if I were reading your mask and not knowing who you were, this is what I would say. Because spirits putting their hands over my eyes, meaning that I already know who you are, but I'm going to tell you without knowing you. So if you were going to put a big smiley face or a face on your mask, what you're doing, and I would say this to somebody, is you're hiding behind somebody else's face. You're hiding behind a mask because your face is behind it. Let your sun shine. Let the sun shine. Take off that mask in front of you and reveal yourself, Brenda. So that's what I would have told you, should you have called in and I didn't know who you were. Okay. I will. I will. Thank you so much. Thank You're you welcome. <laughs> You're All welcome. Right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye, Brenda. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. So who, if I am going to pick up 609, 609. We want to know what virtual mask you are making and describe it for us, please. You are on with the dynamic duo. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hi. How are you? Oh my I'm good. I'm good. I just tuned in to the, to the show, so explain to me about the virtual mask. Okay. So who am I speaking with? Jerry already knows Diane. I know you. I can feel it. Diana, I won't tell anybody who you are, but you haven't called for a very long time. So for everyone saying I take my friends, uh, yeah, I do sometimes, but uh, Diana is a very close friend. She is, I'm not going to tell anybody yet. So anyway, and she asked if she could ask a question today, and she doesn't get off a lot when my show's on. So the answer with, with Diana will always be yes. Diana, a virtual mask, design your virtual mask. So you got to wear a mask to work, or I'm assuming. But if you had to wear a mask to work and you didn't have to wear a paper mask, design your mask. What would it look like? What would your mask look like going to, you know, to the store? 
Uh, always having a smile, being happy, um, upbeat. So what is your what that is your virtual mask? So what does your mask have on the outside? A, a smile, a happy oh, smile. You and Brenda. I think you're the same zodiac. No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I am going to hand you right over to that other half of the dynamic duo. Jar? Okay. Hi there. Hello. What could I have a look at for you? I wanted to see um, temporary deployed to another job due to COVID, and I wanted to see how long you see me staying here, if I'm going to be going back to my old job. I'm afraid I'm going to give you an extremely boring, stupid, obvious answer. Not until everything's settled down. Um, okay. Because you're needed where you are at the moment. Obviously, there are there's a, a staff shortage or problem with staffing where you're at. Uh, I will tell you that I feel that you're going to be at some point completely changing your job. Um, if you want to give me your date of birth, I might be able to have a closer look as to when that might be. Okay, eleven eighteen fifty seven. Another Scorpio. Eight, nine, ten, nine, Surrounded 16, by them. Five. <laughs> oh well, um, your uh, time path for the rest of this year is about stretching your wings and moving forwards, uh, leaving the past behind and gaining new opportunity but you need to be stretching yourself a little bit. So it, if you want to look for something fresh and new, and this won't be until later this year, and again, I'm not going to give a timing on this one, lovely, because uh, at the moment we seem to be sort of held back timeline-wise, but I would say before the end of the year, something which is challenging, refreshing and rewarding will come in. I'm possibly looking at November but it's going to take you or it's going to take you slightly out of your comfort zone, but it's going to be worth it in the long term. Okay. All right. I love it. Wait, Diana. Diana Diana applied to a different hospital and a different job, and then the COVID hit. Tell them, do you see her going, I mean, you asked. Diana, because that was a question you asked. Yeah, I didn't know if it changed me to a different to a different organization, or if I'd still stay in the same organization. It's your choice um, ah. <laughs> as to whether whether you, whether you stay or not. As I said, the only thing they were showing me was a change of direction that is going to stretch okay. your ability a little bit, but will be so lo- uh, rewarding long term. Both feeling that it's a more I don't say more worthwhile job, but it's more fulfilling as uh, on a human level, more fulfilling on a material level, and just gives you other opportunities, lovely. So, um, make of that as you as you wish. Okay. All right. Thank you. I love uh, I love that Di. For everyone who doesn't know who Diana is, Diana was my nursing school roommate. <laughs> we had a we had a wall <laughs> between us, <laughs> and she that's how we met. Okay, and and she stayed and with what, it. She lived, be- she lived to tell the tale. Wow. Yes, I did. Not, yeah, I did. Not you. Oh, uh, we didn't. We we broke the wall down. <laughs> we almost yeah. didn't. She, we, we almost yeah. didn't because she. Uh, let me tell you, I don't know what I would do without Diana. She's organized. She is 
unbelievable nursing wives. She has uh, been in. She's been at the same organization. How long has it been? Forty years, die or thirty, 30 something yeah. like that. Uh huh. Forty, 40. years. Uh, I yep. didn't at one place. The only place I was ever long enough to would be my husband's office was twenty or something. Um, but I should have right. stayed in the nursing genre in the hospital like Diana is because man the job that she's got and what she does after 40 years is something I would have loved to have so I'm always in awe of you Di and you are an amazing human being you amazing human society she works with pediatrics so she's a kid she works with kids and we all want to our hats all go off to you my dear Oh, thank you. Well, thank you very much. All You're right. welcome. Thank you for the I reading. I think for the new Thanks. job. I said, well, if you want my reading, which, you know, is I agree with yeah. Jerry. I feel like the new job, yeah. though, is going to hopefully be at your beach down yeah, the, the new, beach where, yeah. Yeah. The, the new job is a little little different than what I did before and would be a little bit of a learning curve, but I would learn it quickly. I'm not worried yeah. about that. Oh, what couldn't you learn quickly? That's the, that's the scary part. Yeah. yeah. I'll figure so, it out. Can I, can I right. be your assistant? Thanks. Wait, can I Can yeah. I be your assistant? Okay, thank yes, you. you. <laughs> then you have to move to New Thanks. Jersey. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm there. Nobody wants me here. All right. <laughs> so, yes. All, All right. right. I'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Jerry. Be right. well. Bye. Bye, Jerry. Bye-bye. Bye. You know, Jar, she's amazing. She's an amazing soul, and she's amazing with children. But she's she's gone off the ranks with mother and baby and all that kind of thing. And I only wish I had stuck with it. So uh, I just look at her, and I, I I feel like I you know I wish that our lives took different turns. Put it this way. But I got to tell everybody when I met her in nursing school, <laughs> she came from a Catholic institution, and I came from the opposite. And uh, all I know is her boyfriend at the time, that's now her husband, who I adore, um, was so glad we met because I talked her out of all kinds of stuff and beliefs that she had back then. <laughs> and it wasn't any good. So, And he loved me because I, I broke that mold. So I loved it. I mean, you should see what we did in nursing school. It was crazy. Anyway, I do want to tell everybody to be safe. I am going to take 708. Be safe out there. Make sure you do what you, uh, what your country or state wants you to do. Even if you don't feel like you want to, please be, be, uh, be um, you know, think of others. I don't know why I'm tongue-tied. So somebody here is tongue-tied. You know, be resident of others. Don't just do something for yourself. Make sure that uh, cognizant of others. Make sure that you, you know, you follow the rules, not for yourself because I'm a rule breaker, but for others because you don't want ever to be, uh, to feel that guilt of, hey, I wish I didn't, especially in this, this time. Um, we see that too much on television with people that did, and we want to stay as safe as possible for ourselves and for others. That doesn't mean you have to sit in your house unless it is said to sit in your house. But when you do go out, the precautions that you need to take and stay away and socially distance as far as you can. That's my spirit guides. So 708, you are on with a dynamic duo. Hi. Hello, dynamic duo. Hello. Who am I speaking? (laughs) My name is Barbara. 
Barbara. How are you? Good. And my mask is green. It's the Irish green, and I have four-leaf clovers all over it. Oh, Jer, come on. We can do this really quickly. <laughs> you have a lot. You have made the Irish and luck be with you. So all I see is a pot of gold and a leprechaun on one side and your dreams, wishes, and hopes on the other. So I love, Barbara, that you're bright, you're happy, you look forward, you have wishes and dreams. You don't let any, even if it doesn't come true, you will always have that great outlook. And the four-leaf clover is the sign for me of luck, of course. And uh, you always count on being lucky in life because no matter what life hands you, you always feel lucky. Now go ahead and ask Jerry what you need to ask him. Hi, Jerry. Hi there. How are you doing? Okay. I have a neighbor that I'm a little concerned about that I'm under surveillance by this neighbor. Now, Jerry, you know I'm not the kind that would uh, be paranoid. I'm very serious about this, surveillance. What gives you the impression that you're under surveillance by the neighbor? Cameras. Then uh, I would suggest that... um, uh, you knowing who you are and the fact I that you would only—I know who is she? I know who Barbara. I know who Barbara is. Um, okay. And you're coming at this from more of a I, this is what I sense, feel uh, space rather than what I think space. Then I would suggest that if you have any worries, and I know this is not a psychic insight, my lovely, but you need to report it to an authority. That's what I thought, Jerry. That's what my gut says. And I would trust that because I know, as I said, knowing you know who you are and the space that you come from, then that's absolutely fine. Go with it. And but I feel you need to just have your mind put at rest. I don't feel it's anything really sinister, but it just needs okay. to be. It needs to be tidied up. That's what my guide's saying. Yeah, I just feel like I'm being watched. I, I can feel the energy. I wouldn't disagree with you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what Can I. Can I ask that's you what something? I, Can sure. I ask you something? Because I don't know. I, I maybe I do know you, and I don't know that I know you. But um, I've got to tell you something. Why do I see? And I mean, you don't have to say this on air. Or not. It's really interesting that I'm seeing this. Is is? Uh, do you walk around in your house? I mean, do you have? Do you walk around in your house? I'm going to say the word half naked, but I don't mean naked, but I mean, do you work the house and that's what you're worried about? Oh. <laughs> no, my son would go blind, Bonnie. My son would go blind. Because so I no. have this feeling I just see might be what he's looking at, but I don't feel that you're naked, naked, but I feel like you, so I said I don't feel you're naked, but I feel you might... I, I don't know what you're wearing because I can see it, and, and you're walking around. I'm not sure. I, 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 I just don't know why he would be doing that. And I just feel you walking around your house, and I, I, I do feel that um, there's sometimes when you're just not wearing the exact, you know, you're not all 
all dressed. And I, I can't explain it to you, but it's not naked, but it's just dressed, something that you wouldn't want anybody to see you in for some reason, whether it's something like that's before you go to bed or I don't know, but why they're showing this to me. Um, and that's yeah, what no, I'm picking up. Be- no, Bonnie, it's not me. Maybe it's their own perception of other things that are on their end and has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Because I, uh, you're right, maybe I'm looking at them. But I, I could see that uh, I see somebody that's, like, not heavily clad, if you know what I mean. I don't know, Jerry, if you can pick this up with me. but um, and, it's, and, it's, and I don't feel anything, like I said, I'm not feeling bad. I'm not feeling like, oh, my God, here's we've got some impending doom here. I just don't feel that. But I do feel like there's some um, scantily dressed clothing in somebody's house. So that's all I'm going to say. Well, you it know? may be going on in that house. It ain't going on in this house. <laughs> yeah, well, it might be going on in their house. And I don't feel bad. I, I, I don't feel bad about it. So um, where are the cameras placed, can I ask? Well, one was outside of a window, which is wrong. And then the other one, it's kind of funny because in their What window? House, can I ask? What? Okay. A, a bedroom. Because that's what I'm saying. Yeah. First, first, floor, first floor, second floor, but facing out. But all facing out. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like they have the surveillance of everything going around. Mm-hmm. Weird. I see it. Weird. I know. I see it. Um, I, I, you know what, Jared? What I'm picking up, and I, you know, it's really weird because I don't think it's just you. So I don't feel like the surveillance is just you. I feel that there's something going on with live, them. Could be. It could be. And you know what? I don't really care. Your karma's yours. That I don't care about. Whatever you, whatever you are, do whatever. I don't really care. I just don't want to feel like it, it's where you're under constant surveillance. It's just kind of, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. I, I don't like know it? if they're you not doing, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it, but I, but I, I, I probably wouldn't even notice because I don't know, but I have to tell you this really quickly because we don't have a whole lot of time and I wish I would have picked you up earlier. So if you'll call back next, I'll pick you up first, but if you'll call back next Wednesday, I have to tell you this, Barbara. I do feel that they're hiding. I don't. I feel like they're that they're doing something in there that they don't. That that they need to see who's around. You know what I mean? And I don't think. And I don't know if it's got anything to do with why I see like scantily clad people. So I don't know. But I can tell you that I don't, I don't believe. Either. I don't believe it's all you. I, I I don't feel it's focused on you. I feel it's focused on that they have to. They feel like they have to protect themselves because they're doing something in the house or they're doing something um, that they just don't want anybody to know. Do you know what I'm saying? And the funny part about it is it makes it more obvious. <laughs> yes, yeah, hilarious. <laughs> to you. Well, but yeah. I feel like they are. Truly. To, I, uh, to you. So, but I feel like that's not who they're aimed at. They're aimed at because some they're afraid somebody's going to know what they're doing inside. So that's all. I, I that, that's just what I'm picking up. I hope that, and I do believe. Like I don't know how you're going to call the police and you know because what are you going to tell them? There's a camera part. I mean, so I'm not sure how that works. 
But I definitely feel like if you let the authorities know that, like Jerry said, that um, I don't feel anything bad, but I feel like if they know that you are upset about it, I feel like it'll be resolved. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe. I always like to think positive, so maybe. Yeah, you see those those lucky... Put a dummy camera up in my in my windows. <laughs> yeah, or you could all you. Yeah. I, I just feel that they're. Um, it's just not focused on what you might think it is, but it's focused on what you don't want it focused on. I don't know. I'm just. It's just weird what I'm seeing in the windows. So, I say go go yeah. forth. Do whatever it is that's going to make you comfortable. But I'm not worried about you, Barb, because if I was, I would be saying call the authorities like Jerry would, said he's yeah. not worried, you know, but you need to do what you got to do. I'm not worried that he's they're going to come in and rob you. I'm not worried that they're going to come and rape you. I, but, you know, I, I don't want to be the only person telling you that, but I'm not I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling the, the impending danger. I feel it has to do with what they're doing in the house. So. Oh, Okay. That I'll just sense. have to put up my magnetic energy field, that's all, and say, stay yeah. away. Absolutely. And put some obsidian around your home. And, and But if you need to call the, the, the police, like Jerry said, I would. I would do it so they know you know. Once that happens, I, I feel like uh, it'll be an even playing field. Either they'll take them down or they'll say, "Wow, we can't do this anymore." Um, they know what they're doing, so I, 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 I would, I would go with the advice Jerry gave you. But it isn't because I feel okay. bad; it's because I, I feel like you need to do it for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank Barb, I so hope much. we get to talk to you next Wednesday. All right, Jerry. Okay. We have ten seconds left, and we didn't even tell people how to get a hold of you. Should they want a private reading? Which, if I was anybody out there, I would absolutely want. So, Jerry, please tell them uh, how to get a private reading with you. Uh, please go to my website, senseofknowing.co.uk. Uh, use the information on the contact page and any form of social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, etc. Bless you. Thank you, Bonnie. I'm going to disappear. Thank you. Love thank and light you. to everybody. Uh, See you soon. Love and light. Everyone be safe out there. Put that virtual mask on and make it a reality. For anybody that wants to speak to Jerry, he's back on Wednesday. His uh, I put in chat where you can get a hold of him. Visit his website. I mean, you can't imagine all the things he does. So um, we didn't even start with that, which I wish we would have. But I did put it in chat. Everyone, go to Jerry. He's all on Facebook. You can just look at him. You can see what he does. You can comment on whatever you want. Send him an email and tell him how much you appreciate you know, talking to him. So, again, I will see you next. It's either Tuesday or Wednesday I have a show. I can't even remember. Um, I'm at least going to put two on a week uh, through the summer. Thanks, everyone. Bye.